Hello, New Creation. It is Wednesday, September 7th. We're going to look at Matthew 8, 1 through 17. From our readings, we had Micah 5, Matthew 8, 1 through 17, and Psalm 16. And um, in this passage, Jesus heals Peter's mother-in-law and many others there at that their home, casting out demons and curing everyone who were all those who were sick. But I want to talk to you first of all about the um, healing the leper. The leper comes to Jesus and says, "If you choose, you can make me clean." And Jesus says, "I do choose." So we see the leper there participating to a degree in his own healing by knowing with his faith that Jesus can make him clean and that it is it's determined by Jesus to do that. And Jesus touches, reaches out and touches the leper immediately when he says, I do choose. And he touches him on in a culture that's really focused on ritual purity and or impurity. But here we see God's dominion is breaking in. And Jesus is making issues of ritual impurity irrelevant. And it's moral impurity that tarnishes a person, Jesus teaches. The leper has great faith, and he realizes, however, that Jesus has a choice. And Jesus chooses to heal him, and then tells him to go and um, present himself. But Jesus does not um, need to be made ritually clean. Next, we see Jesus healing the centurion. And I'm sure you've heard many um, sermons about this. The centurion is a Gentile. And here he is commended for his great faith. His um, servant is sick. He asks Jesus to heal him. Jesus says he'll come to heal him. And we have an, uh, a rather radical statement made in that Jesus is amazed because the centurion says... No need. I'm in command of a hundred, and if I send someone to do a task, they do it. They do it. You need only speak the word. Jesus um, says then that the centurion has great faith, greater than all those in Israel, even implying that one day, and I think is verse eleven, the centurion will sit at the table with the patriarchs, which is a great big deal. Jesus is the ultimate king, the suffering servant, and he is countercultural. And so must we be in this age of cultural Christianity, which isn't Christianity at all. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord Jesus, the ways that you've shown us to go. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your anointing in our lives to increase and give us faith and wisdom. And I pray, Lord, that we would indeed begin more and more to understand the difference between um, what is being called Christianity in much of the world, at least in this nation, and what is really true Christianity. In Jesus' name, amen.